All right, at this time, we're going to continue here uh, in our service. Uh, Marcel's going to be preaching the word. Amen, amen. Good morning, brothers and sisters. Buenos I said, good morning, brothers and sisters. Muy buenos dias. <laughs> we got this. This is always fun and an adventure when uh, I preach and Martin translates. Que siempre se siente un poco inseguro, creo, cuando él predica y yo traduzco. And you see, you see what I'm saying? I didn't say anything funny, but what he said in Spanish had everybody laughing in Spanish. There's a problem. Dice que soy una persona muy chistosa y que siempre que traduzco, traduzco muy bien. Again, I don't think that's what I said. She confirmed it. She said, no, that's not what you said. Okay. No le digan. Well, my name again is Marcel Hall, and it's a pleasure and an honor to be able to preach God's word here this morning. Mi nombre es Marcel Hall, y es un honor y un placer el poder predicar la palabra de Dios esta mañana. Do want to give a shout out to all of our AV team. They do a phenomenal job every week making sure we have service. Le damos las gracias al equipo de audio y visión, todo lo que hacen para tener este servicio. Muchas gracias. And I do want to just say how proud I am to be a part of the North OC Church family. Pero sí quiero decir lo orgulloso que me siento ser parte de la, la región aquí en Orange County. And I know that a number of us at any given time are going through some challenging times. Y sé que muchos de nosotros en cualquier etapa de nuestra vida hay retos en nuestras vidas. But we have a church family full of people who are persevering. Pero somos una iglesia llena de una familia que es persevera. Fighting the good fight. Luchando la buena batalla. Overcoming through faith. Sobresaliendo a través de la fe. And supporting and helping each other. Y apoyándonos y ayudándonos los unos a los otros. So go ahead and give yourselves a round of applause. So un aplauso. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. All right. So. We've been talking about belonging to God's church. Hemos hablado de pertenecer a la iglesia de Dios. And so we're going to continue talking about that today. Y vamos a continuar a hablar de eso hoy. And first off, what we looked at uh, from our time is uh, that the church is not something that we attend, but it's what we are a part of. Stop for a quick second, Martin. All of our preteens and, and uh, heritage project folks, we need for you guys to head over to the back right now. Okay, good job, Sanaya. Sanaya was Todos flagging me su clase ahorita. All right. They know who they are. If you don't know, then, then it probably doesn't apply to you. All right. So here we go. All right. Let's redo. So hemos, hemos hablado de qué significa pertenecer a la iglesia de Dios y hace unas semanas el grupo de inglés habló de la familia de Dios que es el cuerpo de Cristo. So again, we had to identify if we're going to understand what it means to belong to God's church, we have to remember that God's church is the body of Christ and the family of believers. Si vamos a identificar qué significa ser parte de la iglesia de Dios, tenemos que entender que la familia de Dios es parte del cuerpo de Cristo. So again, this is not something that we attend, but it's what we are a part of. No es algo del cual participamos, pero es algo de que somos parte de. And we 
we're reminded that Jesus is the leader of his universal and his local church. Entendemos que Jesús es el líder universal de la iglesia universal y local. And we've also looked at when we belong to God's church, that means we adopt God's kingdom values and ethics. Y entendimos que si pertenecemos a la iglesia de Dios, entonces adoptamos los valores y la ética del reino de Dios. And so we're going to to continue to talk about the ramifications of what it means to belong to God's church. And so today we're talking about when we belong to God's church, that means we belong to each other. Let's pray. Father in heaven, it's so good to be able to worship with the English and Spanish together. God, to be able to see your kingdom on full display, that although we might have different cultural upbringings and backgrounds or even different languages, God, we come together in the name of Jesus. And God, we come together with a single focus, purpose, mission in life. Having one Lord, one faith, one God, one Savior, one baptism, God, we are so grateful for this that you transcend things that divide in the world and you unify us in Christ Jesus. And God, as we embark again today on what it means to belong to your church, guide us to fully understand what it means to belong to each other. And God, I pray that you dismiss, you put to the side anything, anything that is vying for our attention, allowing us or, or, or causing us to perhaps miss your message this morning. God, please cast those to the side. Commune with us. Draw us nearer to you and draw us nearer to each other. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Let's go on over to Romans chapter 12. Vamos a Romanos capítulo 12. In verse 1, this is Paul writing to the church that's in Rome. Aquí Pablo en el versículo 1 está hablando a la iglesia en Roma. What's Really cool about Paul is that he actually was Mr. Anti-Christianity. Antes Pablo era anti-cristianismo. He was persecuting the church. Era alguien que perseguía a la iglesia. He ends up having this encounter with the risen Christ. Tiene un encuentro con el Jesús resucitado. Becomes a Christian. Se hace un cristiano. Becomes a leader in the Christian church. Se hace un líder dentro de la iglesia. And then dies for his faith in the risen Jesus. Y después muere por su fe. And so we read here in Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Y leemos aquí en Romanos capítulo 12, versículo 1. Therefore, let's stop right there. Por lo tanto, hay que detenernos ahí. As we know, when you see therefore, it's good to always know what happened before. Siempre que dice, por lo tanto, es bueno saber qué pasa antes. And so for the chapters 1 through 11, Paul's been giving a lot of theology, if you will. Del capítulo 1 al capítulo 11, antes de este capítulo, Dios, Pablo nos está dando muy grandes temas teológicos. He's talked about sin. Habló del pecado. Salvation. La salvación. Sanctification. Santificación. Forgiveness of sins. Perdón del pecado. The Holy Spirit. El Espíritu Santo. Atonement. El perdón. And the mercy of God. Y la misericordia de Dios. 
And right before we get to this, therefore, he just had this moment where he gives just this doxology, this praise of God for all of his mercy. Y antes de comenzar el capítulo 2, en el capítulo 11, habla de una alabanza, una oración a Dios. So that's the background for the therefore. Ese es el contexto al de por lo tanto. He just finished, man, God's mercy is phenomenal, therefore... Acaba de concluir que la, en el capítulo 11 que la misericordia de Dios es increíble. Entonces aquí dice, por lo tanto, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy. Let's stop right there. Hermanos, tomando en cuenta la misericordia de Dios. Has God shown you some mercy? ¿Te ha demostrado Dios a ti misericordia? Has God showed you some mercy this week? ¿Te ha dado misericordia esta semana? Let's just go ahead, let's do this. Let's share with the person to our right or left, how has God shown you some mercy this week? Compartan con la gente a tu alrededor, ¿cómo te ha demostrado misericordia Dios esta semana? And if you're online, go ahead and type in the chat, how has God shown you some mercy this week? Y si están en línea, pueden poner en el chat, ¿cómo te ha enseñado Dios misericordia? Amen. God's mercy is incredible, isn't it? La misericordia de Dios es increíble, ¿no? You know, God's mercy should really be a center point of our faith. La misericordia de Dios debería ser el centro enfoque de nuestra fe. It should be something that's continually on our minds. Es algo que debería ser continuamente en nuestras mentes. Because it should lead us to a huge amount of gratitude. Nos debería liderar a tener gratitud. Inspire us to follow his word. E inspirarnos a seguir su palabra. And even guide our decision making. Y guiar en, en cómo hacemos decisiones. Because think about it for a second. Piénsalo por un momento. When God's been merciful to you, that automatically leads to thank you, Lord. Porque cuando Dios te da misericordia, inmediatamente respondes gracias, Dios. Wanting to respond by giving back through your life and actions. Entonces quieres responder a regresar esa gratitud. And then it allows us to think about our decisions. Y después nos ayuda a pensar sobre nuestras decisiones. Did God show me mercy to do this right now? Me ha demostrado Dios misericordia para hacer este tipo de acto. Was I given mercy to say yes or no to this particular situation? Dios me ha dado misericordia para decir sí o no en esta en esta situación específica. So as you can see, it can really guide us to make sure we stay on His path. Entonces la misericordia en verdad nos puede guiar para asegurar que nos mantengamos en su camino. And this is what Paul starts off with. Y aquí comienza así comienza Pablo aquí. God's mercy is phenomenal. La misericordia de Dios es increíble. Therefore, Entonces, I urge you in view of that mercy, por lo tanto, en cuenta de esa de esa misericordia, to do the following. Que hagan lo siguiente. The mercy is inspiring and guiding Paul and guiding us. Amen. La misericordia inspira y guía a Pablo así como a nosotros. So let's continue. I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Por lo tanto, hermanos, tomando en cuenta la misericordia de Dios, les ruego, que cada uno de ustedes en adoración espiritual ofrezca su cuerpo como sacrificio vivo, santo y agradable a Dios. No se amolden al mundo actual, sino sean transformados mediante la renovación de su mente. 
Así podrán comprobar cuál es la voluntad de Dios, buena, agradable y perfecta. We continue. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you. So again, Paul's in touch with mercy and grace. These are the things that drive him, and he's leading us to be the driving, motivating factors for us as well. Y continuamos, y aquí menciona la gracia, porque la misericordia y la gracia son los que están guiando a Pablo. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober Judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. He's basically saying, be humble. Dice, por la gracia que se me ha dado, les digo a todos ustedes, nadie tenga un concepto de sí más alto del que debe tener, sino más bien piensen de sí mismo con moderación, según la medida de fe que Dios les ha dado. Es decir, que nos está diciendo, sean humildes. And he says, God is, for just as each of us has one body, With many members, again, when he says one body, he's talking about the church. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, who is that? That's you and me, that's the church. Though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. Pues así, como cada uno de nosotros tiene un solo cuerpo con muchos miembros, y no todos estos miembros desempeñan la misma función, también nosotros, y está hablando aquí de la iglesia. Siendo muchos, formamos un solo cuerpo en Cristo, de nuevo una referencia a la iglesia, y cada miembro está unido a todos los demás. And so we see here again that God's church, this metaphor is used as the body, and he says, hey, as members of this body, you belong to each other. Entonces vemos aquí este concepto, esta metáfora que se utiliza que la iglesia es como el cuerpo de Cristo. So again, if we belong to God's church, guess what that means? We belong to each other. Y continuamos la dinámica. Si pertenecemos a la iglesia de Cristo, entonces pertenecemos los unos a los otros. So the person on your right and your left, we belong to each other. Entonces la persona a tu izquierda y tu derecha, nos pertenecemos los unos a los otros. Now I see some of us were looking and we're laughing because it does feel weird. Algunos nos reímos porque se siente un poco raro. But according to the scriptures, this is reality and fact. Pero de acuerdo a las escrituras, esto es la realidad y un hecho. So that person to your right and your left that you know or you don't know, you belong to each other. So la persona a tu izquierda, a tu derecha, la conoces o no, pero se pertenecen los unos a los otros. And so we have to ask ourselves a couple questions then. Entonces nos tenemos que hacer algunas preguntas. What does that mean? To belong to each other. ¿Qué significa pertenecer unos a otros? And what does that look like? ¿Y cómo se ve eso? In fact, let's take 30 seconds. Oh, I'll give you guys a minute or so. Go ahead, think through and answer that question with each other. What does that mean to belong to each other? And then what does that practically look like? Vamos a tomar un minuto. Pregúntense los unos a los otros. ¿Qué significa pertenecer los unos a los otros? ¿Y cómo se ve eso? Again, those on, online, go ahead and type in the chat. Los que están en línea pueden escribirlo en el chat. Amen. Amen. And so I'm sure we came up with some good ideas or maybe we didn't have enough time, but go ahead and write down some things here that, that you were thinking of. Estoy seguro que compartieron buenas ideas o quizás no tuvieron suficiente tiempo, pero pueden escribir sus respuestas. I want to share a couple, obser couple observations I had. Quiero compartir algunas observaciones que yo tengo. This means relationships, Esto role, and responsibility. Esto significa relaciones, el rol 
y responsabilidad. When we belong to God's universal and local church, that means that we are called to be connected and have relationships. Si pertenecemos a la, a la iglesia universal y local de Cristo, eso significa que nos pertenecemos los unos a los otros en relaciones. We're not just an individual in a community, que no somos individuales en una comunidad. But we're called to be functioning members in a family. So there's no lone ranger Christian in God's church. We're called to have relationships because we belong to others and they belong to us. And so this also means here when it comes to role and responsibility. Esto significa también en el aspecto de responsabilidad y rol. Every member has a role and responsibility to the church as a whole and to individuals. Significa que cada miembro tiene un papel y una responsabilidad a la iglesia y a las personas de la iglesia. Again, if we belong to God's church, that means I'm responsible to you and you're responsible to me. De nuevo, si yo pertenezco a la iglesia de Cristo, entonces yo soy responsable por ustedes y ustedes por mí. The person to your right and to your left, you're accountable to them and they're accountable to you. La persona a tu izquierda y a tu derecha tienen accountabilidad entre sí mismas. You weren't thinking that when you sat next to them this morning, did you? Quizás no estabas pensando eso cuando te sentaste a un lado de esa persona. But see, we are connected. Pero estamos conectados. How does that make you feel? ¿Cómo te hace sentir eso? Make you feel good, insecure, unsure. ¿Te hace sentir bien, inseguro, no seguro? How does this change your view of your brothers and sisters in Christ? ¿Cómo cambia esto, tu perspectiva de tus hermanos y hermanas en Cristo? That's not just your brother or sister in Christ. That's the one you belong to and they belong to you. No solamente es tu hermano o hermana en Cristo, es alguien que al cual le perteneces y te pertenece. How does that change your view when the body of Christ meets together? ¿Cómo cambia nuestra perspectiva cuando nos reunimos como iglesia? Again, we belong to others and they belong to us. De nuevo, nos pertenecemos a otros y otros pertenecen a nosotros. It's limited, but I'm going to use this analogy. Es un poco limitante poder hacer esta analogía. It's similar to marriage. Es similar al matrimonio. You know, when you get married, guess what happens? Cuando te casas, ¿qué, qué ocurre? You enter a new family. Tú entras una nueva familia. Your in-laws become your family. Tus cuñados ahora son tu familia. Those of us thinking about marriage need to consider that. Ahora los que estamos pensando en el matrimonio consideren ese. Karina didn't realize all that she was getting herself into when she got married to me and my family. Karina no se dio cuenta de todo lo que se iba a comprometer cuando se casó conmigo por mi familia. I didn't realize what I was getting myself into as well. Y yo no tenía idea de lo que iba a ser parte tampoco. I didn't realize how many birthday parties I was going to go to. No me imaginé que cuántas fiestas de cumpleaños iba a ir. Karina has about 35,000 cousins that just live in Southern California. Solo aquí en California, Karina tiene muchísimos primos y primas. And they all give gifts at Christmas time. Y todos dan regalos yeah. en Navidad, sí. So that first Christmas was like, whoa, hold up, how much money? Entonces la primera Navidad, pues, espera, ¿cuánto dinero va a ser esto? So we had to get a budget. It was like, okay, here's our annual savings for a Christmas budget. Ahora tenemos que tener un presupuesto para ahorrar, para comprar regalos en Navidad. And everybody's getting $5 gifts. You, you know what I'm saying? Y todos va a tener un regalo de $5 o menos. But in the same way, you see, 
we, actually, we just had a, a wedding a, a, a couple weeks ago here, and so her nephew got married, but I said, no, that's my nephew who got married. De hecho, alguien se acaba de, de, de casar, uno de sus sobrinos se va a casar, pero no era su sobrino, ahora es mi sobrino también. There was a transition that took place. Había una transición que tomó parte. It wasn't Karina's family anymore. Ya no era la, la familia de Karina. It was my family. Era mi familia también. That's my nephew. That's my, that's my auntie. That, that, that's my whatever it is. Those are my in-laws. Those are my family. It isn't just Karina's family, even if some of them are crazy. Ya, ya no solamente la familia de Karina, aunque unos de ellos están un poco locos, también son familia mía. And in the same way, spiritually, when we enter God's church, we take on all the members and they become our family. Todos los miembros son nuestra familia. They're not church friends. That's my brother and my sister in Christ. No son amistades de la iglesia. No, son nuestros hermanos y nuestras hermanas en Cristo. I belong to them. And they belong to me. Yo pertenezco a ellos y ellos pertenecen a mí. So we have a responsibility to serve, help, and take care of each other. Entonces tenemos una responsabilidad de servir, atender y cuidarnos los unos a los otros. And then we're called to contribute our gifts and experiences and time to the collective, but also to individuals. Y somos llamados a contribuir nuestro tiempo, nuestros recursos a toda la colectiva de la comunidad. Let's read this real quickly. In verse 6, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. And if it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Continuamos leyendo. Tenemos dones diferentes según la gracia que se nos ha dado. Si el don de alguien es profecía, que lo use en proporción con su fe. Si es el de presentar un servicio, que lo presente. Si es de enseñar, que enseñe. Si es de animar a otros, que los anime. Si es el de socorrer a los necesitados, que dé con generosidad. Si es el de dirigir, que dirija con esmero. Si es el de mostrar compasión, que lo haga con alegría. And so what this means is, this is a call to have a role and responsibility in God's family. Lo que significa aquí que ese es un llamado a tener un papel y responsabilidad dentro de la familia and, de Dios. And you take whatever it is that you've been given. Y tomas todo lo que Dios te ha dado a ti. And you, that, you use that to serve each other. Y lo utilizas para servir a otras personas. Prophesy to who? Serve who? Encourage who? Give and show mercy to who? To each other. Profecía a quien, servicio a quien, enseñar a quien, liderar a quien, a unos a otros. So if we are not, or you are not, if I am not serving and using my gifts to serve and, and, and contribute to the fellowship, then I am actually not living like I belong to God's church. Entonces si yo no estoy sirviendo, si tú no estás sirviendo, si no estamos sirviendo lo que Dios nos ha dado, entonces no estamos atendiendo lo que Dios manda. And again, this isn't just for the collective, this is for individuals as well. Y no solo es la comunidad, eso es para todos personalmente. We don't have enough time to read verses 9 through 21, but I want to highlight two quick things here. No vamos a tener tiempo de, de terminar el pasaje, pero quiero uh, uh, tomar dos puntos aquí. This is just a couple instances throughout the scriptures where it has these one another 
verses in which we are called right here to be devoted, to honor, but to live in harmony to one another. So again, it's not just the collective, but it's to actual individuals, our family groups, and to people, and not just this universal cosmic concept. Y aquí es uno de los pasajes, de muchos pasajes, que nos dice que tenemos que amarnos los unos a los otros. De este amor respetuoso que es mutuo, uh, es de unos a otros, que no es uh, independiente, pero que somos parte de algo más grande. And I love that our church has taken on the emphasis of one another passages. Y amo que nuestra iglesia ha tomado intencionalmente el énfasis de estos pasajes de unos a otros. Brothers and sisters, we don't realize how good we have it. En veces no nos damos cuenta lo bueno que tenemos aquí. One of the greatest, or I would argue, the greatest strength that our fellowship has are true relationships and connections. Yo diría que nuestra confraternidad, la, la fortaleza más grande es verdaderas relaciones de unos a otros. Most churches do not have a culture of relationships and connections the way we have. Muchas iglesias en veces no tienen una cultura de este tipo de relaciones así como nosotros tenemos. And that's awesome. Even though bueno. we might sometimes get on each other's nerves, but it's still awesome. Y eso es increíble, aunque muchas veces nos irritamos, pero qué bendición tenemos. But there's a threat to this culture. Pero hay una amenaza a nuestra cultura. And I believe this threat has been present now for several years. Y esta amenaza ha estado presente por los últimos años. And it's this concept of receiving. Y ese concepto de recibir. Receiving looks and answers and asks questions like, that have I, my, and me words in them. Recibir hace el enfoque y hace preguntas donde se enfoca el yo. What am I getting? ¿Qué voy a recibir yo? What about me? ¿Y qué va a pasar conmigo? How does this affect me? ¿Cómo va a afectar esto a mí? I need to go to find where my needs get met. Yo necesito ir donde van a satisfacer mis necesidades. I remember when I got baptized many years ago. Me acuerdo cuando me bauticé hace muchos años. I would hear these phrases that were so abnormal and abstract to me. Y escuchaba esas frases que eran, no eran normales para mí. People were saying like, hey, where are the needs in the church? Gente preguntaba, hey, ¿dónde están las necesidades dentro de la iglesia? I want to go where I can meet needs. Yo quiero ir a atender esas necesidades. That was bizarre to me because all I was thinking about was like, uh, I, I'm just trying to make it through the day. Y eso era raro para mí porque yo solo pensaba en mí mismo sobrevivir un día. But there was a culture Pero había una cultura of others above ourselves. De otros mejores que nosotros. But again, there's been a threat to this culture. Pero de nuevo, hay una amenaza a esta cultura. I don't hear many statements about how can I meet the needs anymore. No escucho muchos sentimientos que dicen cómo puedo satisfacer necesidades dentro de la iglesia. These are outdated phrases and statements by people. En veces esas esas se sienten como frases de años atrás, no no recientes. It's like old slang terms, or it's like using old English. Thou it knoweth doeth. You know what I mean? Es como un lenguaje anticuado, en veces ya no se escucha. Yeah, I was wondering how you're going to translate that I, one. We figured it out. Amen. So what happens or what will happen if this potential threat increases? Ahora, ¿qué va a suceder si, este, si esta amenaza sigue creciendo? This is what we'll have. Esto es lo que va a ocurrir. A selfie Christian church. Una iglesia cristiana selfie. We'll be just like this, but spiritually thinking about ourselves. Así vamos a estar, pero espiritualmente, solo pensando en nosotros mismos. All about me. What do I receive? What do I get? How does the church affect and serve me? Solo pensando en nosotros mismos, enfocados en cómo va a atender la iglesia mis necesidades. Completely oblivious 
of the needs around us that God has called us to be used to serve. Ciegos a las necesidades alrededor que Dios nos ha llamado a atenderlas. And so again, what will this lead to? Y ahora esto va a algo muy grave. It means as a whole, we won't grow in our maturity. Significa que como comunidad no vamos a crecer en nuestra madurez. Needs won't be met. Necesidades no van a ser atendidas. We'll be church hoppers. Vamos a ser gente que va a diferentes iglesias y no se compromete. Or family group hoppers. O brincar de otros grupos de familia sin comprometernos. Fragmented and disconnected. Desconectados y fragmentados. And look like any old regular social group. Y ver como otro, nos vamos a ver no como una iglesia, pero como cualquier otro grupo social. Is that what we want to become? Es lo que queremos ser. In view of God's mercy. Por lo tanto, teniendo en mente la misericordia de Dios. Is that what we're called to be? A eso nos ha llamado Dios. So then we have to ask ourselves, well, what can we do to stop this threat? Ahora nos tenemos que hacer, ¿cómo podemos, qué podemos hacer para detener esta amenaza? I think it's simple, it's belonging to each other. Es simple, es pertenecer uno al otro. Taking on the godly view Tomar la perspectiva de Dios that I belong to everyone here and they belong to me as well. Que yo pertenezco a todas las personas aquí y todas pertenecen a mí. Playing our role, fulfilling our responsibility by serving and looking after one another. Vivir nuestro papel y nuestra responsabilidad atendiendo y sirviendo los unos a los otros. Laying down our lives for each other. Entregando nuestras vidas los unos para los otros. Doing the things that you mentioned earlier when we asked what, should, what this looks like. Hacer las cosas que ustedes mencionaron durante esas preguntas. Or simply put, following Jesus and his teachings. O de una manera más enfocada, decir, seguir a Jesús y a sus enseñanzas. Imagine what this fellowship would be like if we did that. Imagínense cómo se va a ver esta confraternidad si hacemos todo eso. Imagine what your family group would look like if they felt like we belong to each other. Imagínense cómo va a ser tu grupo de familia si todos tienen el compromiso de pertenecer el uno al otro. Imagine the change in the individuals and in your personal life when we belong to each other. Imagínate el cambio en personas individualmente y en tu vida cuando pertenecemos los unos a los otros. So let's get real practical this week. Vamos a ver prácticas para esta semana. Number one, go ahead and reflect on God's mercy. Lo primero, reflexiona en la misericordia de Dios. Number two, ask and answer this question. How am I fulfilling my role and responsibility to God's people? Segunda, responde a esta pregunta. ¿Cómo estoy cumpliendo mi rol y responsabilidad con el pueblo de Dios? And then lastly, answer this question. What does God want me to do to help prevent our fellowship from becoming a selfie church? Y por último, responde a esta pregunta. ¿Qué quiere Dios que haga para ayudar a evitar que nuestra confraternidad se convierta en una iglesia de selfie? Belonging to God's church means that we belong to each other. Pertenecer a la iglesia de Dios significa que pertenecemos los unos a los otros. We're going to take communion right now where we remember God's mercy shown to us through his son Jesus on the cross. Vamos a tomar comunión recordando la misericordia que Dios nos ha dado a través de la cruz. The emblems representing his blood and his body that was sacrificed and spilled for us. El pan y el jugo que representa su cuerpo y su sangre en la cruz por nosotros. Back in Romans 12 verse 1, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, 
to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Regresamos a Romanos 12. Por lo tanto, hermanos, tomando la cuenta de la misericordia de Dios, les ruego que cada uno de ustedes, en adoración espiritual, ofrezca su cuerpo como sacrificio vivo, santo y agradable a Dios. And we know Jesus offered his body as the eternal sacrifice for our salvation so that we too can be pleasing in God's sight and have salvation. Amen. Y sabemos que Jesús ha ofrecido su cuerpo uh, eternamente para nosotros para tener salvación. Let's pray. Oremos. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for your mercy. And God, we know your mercy came at a cost. And God, we're grateful that we can swim in an ocean full of mercy and grace. And that was given to us through the blood and body that was sacrificed and spilled for our salvation. God, we do not take that lightly. We are moved. We are stirred. Many of us here in this room said Jesus is Lord and we're baptized because of the mercy and grace that was given to us. And God, right now, we want to be moved again to not only give you our prayers right now, not only to reflect, but Lord God, to give you our very best. And God, we want to remember that we belong to each other because of this sacrifice. And God, as we continue to worship you, God, we pray again that we are stirred not to just have thoughts, but be stirred to a lifestyle and a conviction. And we thank you again that we're not prompted by fear. We're not prompted by uh, uh, obligation to just do something that's right, but we're prompted by love. And it's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Dios, en este momento tomamos comunión. Te agradecemos por tu misericordia en nuestras vidas. Gracias por tu llamado a ser parte de tu iglesia, que nos invitas a, a pertenecer y que otros pertenecen a nosotros. Ayúdanos a reflexionar en lo que hemos escuchado hoy. No olvidar que tú eres el Dios que nos llama a atender y a servirte dentro de la iglesia y al mundo que estás salvando. Te agradecemos por esta comunión. Amén. At this time, as we take communion, we're also going to have an extension.